Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Who managed to leave her freezer open on a hot day for five hours? This guy. That sounds about right. Well, I was caught in the strawberry patch, literally red-handed. <laughs> I put carob in my oatmeal just to be weird. And it's actually delicious. I'm a genius. Yeah, you are. That feeling when you bite into an apple and it's so crispy and perfect, you're like, I just love life. Love those moments. Have such a good day. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, episode 104. Hello, beautiful and confusing world. One thing we (laughs) know for sure. We love our patrons. Why you gotta throw us for a loop, world? (laughs) Week after week. How is everybody doing this week? Are you as confused as we are? Man. Yeah. Remember, uh, Heather, a few weeks back when you mentioned that you were voted less likely to be a preppy or whatever in high school? <laughs> it was like a least yuppie potential. Least yuppie potential, yeah. <laughs> same, same, same. Same, uh, same. I do, I, I had forgotten all about this, but I recall when we were, when that whole thing was going around uh, when I was in high school, I somehow got on the list for the category of most confused. No way. Which is, I didn't win. I didn't get anything. (laughs) But it was like, it was, most confused was like a, it didn't mean like, oh, you're stupid. No. But it was sort of like, oh, you're known for like, it's like lovable dits kind of thing, which is something that someone obviously just signed me up for, Mm -hmm. like as a joke. Sure. You know, because like, I wasn't. I mean, that's just not really what my thing was in no, high school. I don't Whatever see that. my thing was, it wasn't that. But but I remember kind of being like, should I vote for myself? Like that's so <laughs> weird. Like it doesn't really make any sense. So did somebody else win that category? Yeah, like I didn't I didn't win, but I was okay, like, you, were you know, when you when you look at your choices, what? Yeah. However, the voting system worked. I don't know. It probably wasn't a you know, a super scientific system. But yeah, I was like, you know, I was confused, and then I was like, as I. After I didn't win, I was like, well, I'm glad the whole school also agrees that like that <laughs> You're wasn't really confused. a good title for Sarah Lane you you know, know, as I she wonder, goes to college. I actually wonder about that because, you know, maybe because you were like a cute, blondish, you know, fun girl, kind of, I guess, like me. We were both kind of, 
I don't know, party girls, whatever. Like my uncle always thought because I was blonde and I was spunky, he always said that, aren't you going out with the quarterback? And aren't you going out for that cheerleading? That is so like, and not it really even bothered how it works. Me. And it, I wasn't like that at all. Like I actually didn't love going to football games in high school. Uh, I was sort of like hanging out with the stoners and like the artists and stuff like that. But it bothered me so much. He he used to seriously stereotype me because I was blonde. I think that's very silly. It I, was so I silly. Don't know, I don't know any school where it's like, oh, the blonde girl is going to go up with the quarterback. But no, I, I mean, I, I get it like in like a super cliche, like teenage drama. I was more but... offended by the cheerleader thing. And I did date a football player briefly. Now, hold on, Heather. One of us was a cheerleader. <laughs> so let's just step off. <laughs> I was only a cheerleader tell. in junior high. By the time okay. I got to high school, I didn't have. <laughs> I had. I had to go to keggers. I didn't have time for all that. Dude, seriously, me too. I had to do keg stands and and what, what do you call it? Those um funnel like uh oh beer like gravity bong, bong. bongs yeah. or whatever. Whatever. In the oh, I guess gravity bong is more of a marijuana thing. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. High school was so long ago. So long ago, and we digress. But you know, if you are just tuning in, we are the show that loves to find the humor in everyday life because you know being an adult can be kind of rough sometimes oh, man. and we are not innocent children anymore or teenagers no we're not no. Uh, mm -hmm. we are learning a little more every day uh, every day is a series of setbacks really and uh, <laughs> I'm so glad to have you <laughs> along for the ride you know Sarah yesterday it rained all day like it knew we were in a bad drought like it was weird it was so steady and heavy like raining cats and dogs and everywhere else i talk to like other friends like god it's so dry and hot where i am oh yeah we're, i mean we're, it rained we're in a heat wave where i am yeah. I, I mean rain i'm just like how is it that heather doesn't live that far away <laughs> and she just like saw rain for multiple hours yeah yesterday? like completely different climate <laughs> yeah like me i'm like i'm like okay it's kind of time for ac but like i hate to waste energy so i really only run it if i have to and it's uh -huh. like oh yeah Oh yeah, it's getting into the hundreds this week. Oh yeah. damn! It, it yeah. is hot, 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 hot. Well, you and know, it's supposed to be in the seventies here, which is pretty warm for up here. So that yeah. says something. I feel like you have probably kind of San Francisco climate more than anything. Yeah, kind of. You know? Although I would say I I like it better than the San Francisco climate because it's not windy. You know, San Francisco is mm. so blustery. It has a lot of wind. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's that it's that whole you're on a essentially an island you know? I, I really feel like it like yesterday i went outside to walk frank uh, early it was like before eight and there was i can't even explain it it was so humid you know it was about to rain and it was foggy and it, it just felt like i was on yeah like a tropical island it was lovely and it was mm -hmm. like drippy you know like you could hear the kind of mist dripping off the trees because it's considered a rainforest up here yeah, uh, you yeah. Know, so yeah, you just you just have a lot more annual rainfall. Exactly. Than, than although uh, we're in a drought more too. southern areas of our of our fair state of California. I mean, it here. definitely didn't rain like it normally does this year. Like we're we're definitely in a drought even in NorCal and like Southern Oregon. So we'll see what happens. We shall see. Yeah, I, I uh, I've got a lot of well. I mean, you guys all know this if you listen to the show for any length of time, but I have a lot of indoor plants, a few outdoor plants too, uh, but I love all my plants. They're my little children and my indoor plants are, even though I sort of veer towards succulents and, and cacti, uh -huh. I've got, you know, I try to, I try to mix it up and I'm always buying a new plant and being like, hmm, I haven't tried to take care of this kind of plant, mm -hmm. you know, and I kind of read about it on the internet and repot if necessary and try to give it love. And some of my plants just need humidity. 
Mm-hmm. And other plants don't care at all on, you know, direct sun or, you know, mostly shade or whatever. And so it's just, it's, it's always sort of a, you know, a game of chess. Like, okay, this guy looks a little droopy. Like, where do I put him? And then where do I put the, you know, another plant in his spot? Cause I only have so much surface area. And, uh, but, and, you know, so many of the like plant experts that you read online will be like, yeah, get a humidifier and, you know, put it near your plants yeah. that, you know, because I can't like put all my plants in the bathroom, right? And mm-hmm. even then it's like, sure, the shower will mist up things like very briefly, mm-hmm. but it's not like humid in there all day. That'd be like kind of icky. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of misting and because I'm like, I'm not running a humidifier in my like wood cabin. Like there's something <laughs> about like, you don't want too much humidity in a little cabin that doesn't have a whole lot of insulation. Like it just, you gotta... Oh yeah. yeah. You no, gotta, we we've got a lot of that up here. There's there's like it's like 90 some humidity up here and we've got some problems with that. Like I just repainted our bathroom because there's like, you know, it mildews mm, easily. So you, when you yeah. take a shower, you have to open the window. I mean, you have to like really turn the fan on and I don't love that. Yeah. There's too much moisture. It's But I, I mean, also moisture don't love the feels desert. Great, but yeah. I mean, that's the thing with with air conditioning. I mean, everyone who runs AC you know, knows this, but it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, talk about drying it out. Like it feels great, but like I sit in there and then I get cold easily. Cause I'm like, mm, it's on almost like too much. Yeah. Luckily my AC works really well, you know, so I get quick results, but you know, then the air is dry and it's like, I'll deal. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, my plants, I got to miss my plants. Like it's, a, yeah. it's just, it's just a big you old never ending project. <laughs> well, speaking of the heat, Heather, oh my gosh. So <laughs> This is this is a little bit of an Airbnb story and a little bit of just a personal tale of woe. But uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I had some some new some new guests at the property, Airbnb folks, mm-hmm. and I, you know, whenever the the house cleaner uh, comes in and and does their you know turnover thing, you know, between guests and new guests, it's a big project, mm-hmm. and it's a you know there's a lot of stuff to clean. There's always a ton of laundry. I mean, if they use every bed and every pool towel which is often i mean six loads of laundry is like a eight hour project just by itself you know it's like you can't i mean i don't know you just you have to wait for things to wash and dry Mm -hmm. and you know with sheets it's like you can't skimp you know it's got to be like on hot with bleach and the whole thing and and so when uh and i my regular uh house cleaners is on a little vacay so i've got you know i've got my backups and and so I'm a little bit, a little pickier about walking in afterwards and just making sure nothing was missed. And the thing is, is that things do get missed. And I'm not saying, oh, it's because they didn't do a bad job. There's a lot of stuff to do, because, especially because it's an old house. So mm-hmm. it will get dusty. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of wood on the walls and stuff. And it just shows, mm-hmm. you know, if the sun hits it a certain way and it's not sparkly and clean, you're like, eh, you know. So instead of me saying, oh, they didn't do a good job, I'm saying, you know, I just, I just noticed like, oh, there's that garbage can in the bathroom and they didn't look and there's stuff in there, yeah. right? And it's, as a guest, as a new guest, some people are nitpickier than others. I oh, would yeah. consider myself on the low end of the nitpick uh, spectrum if I were a guest. However, if I looked in the bathroom, especially like by the pot, right? And like, yeah. there's just like, I don't know, stuff that other people threw away that wasn't dumped out, you'd be like, ew, oh, you know, yeah. it's a, other, other people's bathroom garbage. Definitely. So, so there was, there was a little of that. And what I did notice was in the freezer, 
there were some containers of ice cream that were just like almost all eaten, mm-hmm. but not fully eaten where I'm like, there's just, there's just no reason to leave these in here. Mm-hmm. I know the previous guests were like, well, we didn't finish them and it's frozen. So we'll just like not throw them out. And I'm like, yeah, we're just gonna throw them out because it just, it just looks so eaten. And like, who knows if they like used a bowl or if like ate right out of the pint, you know, yeah. just like, it's just sort of, ew. Mm-hmm. So I threw them out and and uh, this is like early in the morning and the new guests were coming that afternoon. And a few hours after they get there, I get a message and they're like, they're like, sorry, but like something seems like it's like your fridge is failing. And I'm like, oh God, you know, cause it was like a Friday night. It was a couple of weeks ago now, but it was, yeah, it was something where it was like, it was a very inopportune time to try to get somebody to service yeah you know right then mm-hmm. you know it's like i can't do anything about fixing a fridge and this fridge is it's a very like nice industrial big fancy fridge mm-hmm. right and so i'm like oh shit. and you know what's the deal and they said well you know something's wrong with the freezer the fridge doesn't seem that cold and I'm like, well, would you like me to come over and look at it? You know, and I'm thinking like, there's literally nothing I can do. I could like unplug it and plug mm-hmm. it back in. But I mean, all, all I'm really doing is like, just, I don't know, just making an effort <laughs> in order to do zero things. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, it sucks. You know, because people often bring a lot of food and it's perishable, just yeah. a mess. Luckily, we have a second, you know, little carriage house that we call it that also has a full fridge. So it's like, their food wouldn't have to go bad, but yeah. it's super inconvenient. Anyway, I realize, I'm going to make this long story short, I realized what had happened is when I took that ice cream out in the morning, I did not close the freezer all the oh, way. No. And it's one of those pull out and it's on the bottom, mm-hmm. you know, like a shelf pull out yeah. thing. And so I just, I was in a hurry. I'm, I'm like, eh, look at this gross ice cream. And I close it, but it wasn't closed all the way. And it's been hot around here. And I usually just turn all the, you know, I turn the thermostat off in between guests and I'm like, eh, they'll just like put it to what they want when they get here. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as it's not like super freezing. And so because of that, the freezer sat open for a full day, just in like lukewarm temps Mm -hmm. and everything melted. Now there wasn't much in there. There's like a few bags of ice or whatever, but like there was some stuff that ended up pooling water at the bottom of the freezer. And so when I look at it, you know, the guests are like, mm, it's pretty bad. And I'm like, listen, I think this is my fault and I'll tell you why. And so I told them the story and you can tell that they're kind of looking at me like, okay, well, hopefully that's what happened. But like, what if the freezer's broken? And I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, like, I know it was me. Cause I was in here this morning, Yeah, you know, and everything was frozen. The ice cream was frozen. It was just sort of like low and gross. So I threw mm-hmm. it out. like this wasn't an issue this morning and now it is, it's me. I did this. (laughs) So anyway, uh, never heard it about again. So obviously, you know, I was right. So, you know, I don't know the guests, (laughs) they, they use the freezer and, uh, hopefully they don't still hate me for it. But so yesterday, like I said, it's been really hot here and I, it was like midday. It was kind of hot. I was the, the other people that are, uh, at the Airbnb now, they were having a bit of a, like a, daytime party and they weren't bugging me or anything but it was like there were a lot of people it was kind of loud mm-hmm. and i was like eh, it's just a good time for me to like get some chores done and get out of the house yeah you know just kind of get out of here and so i you know so i did and i uh stopped by my mom's and because i was kind of in her neck of the woods and i ended up staying at her house for dinner it was great i was probably gone all told five hours okay so i get home 
And, you know, Lucy's chirping because it's a little late. She wants to eat her food. And I hear my fridge doing its thing when I leave a door ajar. Like, do 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 Yeah, mine does plays, that too. Plays a little song. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I go around the corner to my kitchen and I realize my fucking freezer is open. <laughs> and I have the same freezer as the other house where uh -huh. it's, it's that pull out and it's on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And what I had done because I thought maybe I'll stop by my mom's and I had made a bunch of hummus. And so I'm like, oh, I'll put some in a container and bring her some hummus because I just like made too much for myself. Mm -hmm. And I'll stick some ice at the bottom of the bag so it stays cold in the car because I was going to be like in the car for a while. It's freaking hot outside. Mm -hmm. And I didn't close the freezer all oh, the way. Man. And I ran out in a hurry, you know? And so everything in my freezer, of which there was many things, <laughs> all just like thawed completely oh, thawed and that includes like shrimp Oof. and chicken and bread it's like a double fruit. freezer whammy it's like you did it's it like, to yourself it's like what is wrong with me <laughs> this is not a thing that's ever been an issue in any years past but it happened to me like twice in a week yeah you're and like you're being extra hasty or something yeah i was just yeah I, I don't know i i have to just like really be careful to close that freezer door and it's there's something about the freezer door, at least in the, uh, this type of, I don't know, like the model of fridge, like closing the fridge doors is easy because they kind of magnet into place, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you were to leave it open, like you're like really not trying to close it. But something about the freezer, it doesn't close the same way. Like I think I'm just like shoving it and thinking, oh, it's gonna pull closed, mm -hmm. but it doesn't. It actually is like more weighted Mm -hmm. I guess because it's a freezer but uh yeah so that sucked and I uh I had that moment where I'm like oh like my ice cubes were full water like there was nothing frozen <laughs> like it really thawed everything out and I was like do I just like freeze everything again and like keep the meat no and then it was like it was kind of late like it's post dinner you yeah know? I, I'm kind of coming home and like getting ready for bed at this point and I'm so, sort of like well, I do have the option to just cook everything and just mm -hmm. like then freeze it, right? Because at least I've like yeah. cooked out anything that might be germy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to do that at 9 p.m. I do not, <laughs> I do not want to stand fun, in the kitchen. Shrimp. Yeah, and there was kind of a lot of it. Like oh, I, I, I buy frozen shrimp and I go through it like kind of slowly. There's, you know, there's only yeah. so much shrimp. So that sucked, Heather. It was, oh, and I'm man. so like, nobody likes wasting food, but I'm, I think I'm, that is a spectrum I'm on the high end of. Like, it, I feel like a real loser when I throw out anything that, like, would otherwise be, like, perfectly fine and delicious. I feel the same way. So I, I went to bed a little food. deflated. Oh. Yeah. It's all you right. Know, I'll get su over it. Such is life. You know, yeah. shit happens. And boy, does shit happen. But... <laughs> Doesn't it? I will say my house is looking real nice. I'm oh, pretty good. excited. But I ended up painting my bathrooms white. Uh, I was going to wait to renovate my bathrooms, but I'm like, it's not going to happen this year. Let me just give them a little paint job and it'll help like, you know, yeah. freshen yeah. them up. I'm so glad I made that decision. They look so, so, so nice. It's, it's coming together. And I ended up getting this French country hutch, this kind of antique dining room hutch in the land of three furniture stores. And I'm feeling really good about it. It was funny because it was kind of competitive because there, there's this one shop. It's kind of like a salvage um, furniture, uh, kind of 
French country style place. There's this guy, he's a furniture maker that that owns it. And he's only open Friday and Saturday. It's a really cool place. It's like indoor, outdoor. You would love it, Sarah. Super cute. And um, he had this French hutch that is definitely like a little gem. It has like the original poles, you know, on the drawers that are like these cool, like metal, definitely like a lovely piece. And some woman two weeks ago, like said, I want to get this, but I'm not moving for another couple of weeks. And he's like, that's cool. Okay. Just, you know, come back. And I came in like a week ago and I was like, well, I, I want to get this. I, I'm not hundred percent sure, but like, can you put it on hold for me this week as I, you know, really decide and measure and everything. And and finally, you know, I'm, I'm on Saturday, I come back to pick it up and I call him and he's like, well, that girl, you know, came back and she wants it. And he's mm. like, do you really want it? And I, I felt like weirdly, like, like I won the lottery. I was just like, you didn't get it. I got it. I don't even know this girl. And like, I'm sorry, I feel bad because she was really disappointed, but I felt like it was such a win. Yeah. You had to get aggressive. Yeah. I was like, we fun because you know, it's competitive in the world today. Like, you know, there's a lot of people and a lot of people want uh, the same thing. And we ended up eating dinner in my dining room for the first time since we we moved. So it's been almost a month and we, we've only been eating in our sunroom. Um, it was so lovely and having my little hutch there, it was so, so fun. And my sister's here, she showed up last night. So I made her favorite dinner and we had a lovely bottle of wine. It was, it's been nice. It's been a nice week. Um, and boy, I just sort of realized that I'm sort of back in production. I mean, not like film production, but I'm, we're planning a memorial and it all kind of just like happened without even confirming anything. Like my family just like bought plane tickets and we hadn't even really like made an invitation or sent to save the date kind of thing. We just kind of talked about a date. It was weird. It was just like everything just kind of, I think people really want to do this, you know, obviously. So, and then I realized I'm like, oh, no big deal. Like families, they're all kind of staying off site because our Airbnbs unfortunately are already booked. You know, we decided to do this memorial for my dad, like at the last minute. Um, it's happening in mid-July. And so I realized, I'm like, oh man, like this is like really like producing an event in one month. And this is like, there's a lot of little things that you don't think about. Like, well, first of all, I needed to make a guest list. Like I don't really have my dad's Rolodex. Like I really have to kind of dig around to find who were his closest buds, you know, what are their emails or their phone numbers or whatever. And the guest, you know, the guest list is, is pretty daunting. And we made an invitation yesterday. It's, it's really nice. And, you know, I produced it, I guess you would say, you know, you stand behind your editor and you kind of, you kind of craft what you want it to look like and what font and whatever. And, and then I realized, oh yeah, well, where's everyone going to park? Um, oh wait, I might need a podium and a mic, uh, some chairs. Where's mm -hmm. everybody going to sit? what kind of food are we getting? Are we getting it catered and flowers? And like, oh, it's like completely went from, oh, no big deal. Just kind of like, it's a modest affair of like a small group of people, but yeah, like under 20 people. And now it's kind of like, of course, I'm the producer in the family. So I'm the one that's kind of like taking this on. And, yeah. you know, you kind of notice too, like people are like, yeah, how's it going? Like, but people offer to help with certain things, but at the same time, it's on you. I feel like it's on me to like, orchestrate it you know yeah and it's like it's fine but I'm also like on top of everything because it's like I'm pretty busy managing the business there's a lot going on and just continuing to like unpack and whatever but I'm really 
I'm really thinking that this is the right thing. And I'm looking forward to, um, you know, this little friend, my uncle yesterday texted me, he's like, oh, don't forget to um, hire a local musician, um, you know, to play out in the garden because we're going to, you know, have a garden party and get that artist because historically my dad used to throw these garden parties at his house in San Francisco and Telegraph Hill. They were lovely and he would have like all of his friends over and he'd have like a string quartet and wonderful food under the wisteria and um, you know, and he would have a painter paint the scene. It was just like a sweet thing he did, like a ritual he'd do every year. And so we wanted to do it similar to that. I'm like, oh man, I got to hire an artist. Like, okay, I don't know about this. So I am going to make a list and set my priorities. And if I end up finding an artist, great, but I'm not going to put that pressure on me because boy, like that, that's a whole other thing. If I have to, you know, interview, and find it's some also, musicians and artists. You know, like, it's, yeah, I mean, obviously you want to, you know, you want to keep everybody happy, but it's also like, this is an event for the people who are here, exactly. you know? It's not like, you, you, you don't do it wrong. Like, no. there's no wrong way to do this. This is, this is a different event than any event that's ever come before. So, yeah. you know, a garden party is not, it doesn't, you know, there are certain boxes, sure, you like try to check them. Yeah. But if you don't, I mean, no it's one can be like, hey, you didn't do the right memorial. It's like, no, <laughs> every memorial is completely unique. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll just draw a picture on the side, like stick figures and like, there yeah, you go. call it a day. And just throw it at everybody. <laughs> Here's your picture. You like it? <laughs> but we can have like a guest book or like, you know, sort of a, people can write things in it. I mean, there's things we can do yeah. that are like not like hard to coordinate but i know a lot of this yeah. is going to fall on me it's going to it's stressful to host you know and even when i have a group of friends it's i love it i love it when people visit but like even like last night i was making dinner for my sister and my boyfriend it's like it's kind of on me like you know my sister isn't much of a cook and like i have to kind of like figure it out and you know yeah. you're, you're you're doing a lot like you're just you're making sure everyone's comfortable and so doing that for 20 plus people, it'll be interesting. So uh, you guys will definitely hear about it. Don't worry. I will yeah. I'll give you the play by play. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, my dad's uh, memorial, well, it was a funeral, but you know, yeah. same idea. A long time ago. And I mean, it was at a cemetery because he was buried. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those plans, I mean, that was like, you know, put in place and paid for sure. beforehand. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, who, whoever, like, there was a podium, there was a mic, there were speakers, you know, there were certain things that, you know, my mom and me on some level, again, like, very hazy, this, yeah. you know, I, I don't even know what I was thinking about that week, but that was something that, you know, was certainly provided by the place. Mm -hmm. But I do remember, like, it was like an obvious thing where, you know, it was like, you know, we had about a week to sort of pull everything together. Yeah. And I think, I think it was like, sure, we talked to some people, but the rest of the people just like found out because we ran something in the newspaper mm -hmm. and which is pretty common. And I remember the, uh, you know, the funeral home was, that was part of like their services is like, we tell them what we want the newspaper to say and they like deal with the details. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's like, okay, so what do you want it to say? And my mom and I are like, uh, like we're like, they, like we're like making sentences on the fly like we just did not think about this yeah we did not think about this detail and it's like kind of important like it's like gonna get printed and like people are gonna read it and like yeah. my dad was a teacher so it's like parents and students and mm -hmm. you know and we kind of were just like how did we miss we just like 
forgot that we mm -hmm. needed to think about like something that's you know like people will like clip it out and like maybe save it like we should think about this but yeah. you know what are you gonna do you do your best yeah you do your best and i just i do want it to be wonderful and it, my, a lot of my family hasn't seen each other in a long time and they have differing opinions about certain things happening in the world right now and i'm a little nervous i'm a little nervous that like you know it's been a while since we've convened yeah. um and so i hope it's all copacetic and well you, you know. can always think of like it's like, um, you know, in the movies and TV shows when you have like the old school Irish uh, memorial back at the house, yeah. you know, and someone gets drunk and like falls through a table, <laughs> people fight, totally. you know, like there's like crying and laughing. It's like, like whatever happens at your memorial will not be as dramatic as others. Hopefully not. You know, and you yeah. kind of just laugh about it and go, You're right. oh, humanity. You're right. right. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I say that every day, Sarah. Oh, humanity. Oh, humanity. Yeah. <laughs> My mom yesterday was like, why do people have to take humanities classes? Like, we're already humans. And I was like, mom, that's a really good question. That's a really cute question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I like kind of know, like, you're like, oh, I, you know, I'm majoring in humanities. And you're like, okay, I kind of know what that means. But like, why do we do that? <laughs> I guess we just do. I don't Deep know. Thoughts We're from Linnell. That's right. It. Deep thoughts. Hi, mom. If you're listening, I don't think she listens to the show, but oh, you know, she she's surprised to. me before. Well, okay. she she listens to a lot of podcasts. I I know she listens to the show. I don't know if she'll listen to this exact episode, but okay. if you are listening, hi, mom. Love you. Hi, Linnell. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'll miss you. <laughs> so, so speaking of things I love less, uh, well, I don't. I love everything less than my mom because she. I love her the most, of course. But, but uh, 
Let's talk about social media, Heather. Let's do it. Because social media is just the most annoying. Oh, yeah. Um, it's also, oh, humanity. you know, <laughs> uh, talk about humanity. <laughs> but uh, it, I, and I participate so much less in social media than I used to. And I think that's overall a good thing. It's just, it's fatigue on my side. It's, it's the um, realizing that I participated in a lot of stuff that I now call sort of like cutesy and trendy, mm-hmm. you know, like where someone does, you know, it says like, I don't know, like there'll be like a long Twitter thread where someone goes like, oh, you know, the street you grew up on and the name of your first pet is your porn name. What is it? And then like there's so many responses, Mm -hmm. you know, and it kind of comes around to some of the people I'm following. And I'm like, that would have been fun for me like so many years ago on Twitter. And now I just like, I don't need that stuff. Like that's like that information is not relevant, you know, like it doesn't help me. I'm like trying to like find out knowledge for like you know, talking about technology on a show later kind of thing. Like, but it's not right or wrong. It's just like, I have, I have gotten to a certain amount of social media fatigue where I filter out almost all of it. And then Mm -hmm. I try to like, sure, there's some like, ha ha funny stuff. There's some memes, you know, that I get a chuckle out of, but mostly it's like information. Mm -hmm. I really consider it more of an information tool and less of a fun tool. And so I post less, I, I still lurk a fair amount, but I, when I start to feel myself getting annoyed, I'm like, eh, just go do something else. Yeah. You know, and, and I just, that's just, that's just the way it goes. So (laughs) one of those things is, and this is kind of Facebook mostly, Uh but you could, uh, you could apply it to pretty much any platform with any sort of algorithm, which they all have, you know, where you're like, why am I seeing this? Mm -hmm. You know, how do I tell the algorithm that it's doing the wrong job? You know, I don't want this thing to be at the top of my feed, you know, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So on Facebook, of course, if you want to get really granular, you know, you, you've got lots of options, right? And I, I hang out on Facebook I've actually kind of like upped my Facebook game recently and that's Hmm. not for any real What does that mean? Like you're posting more? No, I'd never post. Uh. But like I would just not look at Facebook more than once a month. Yeah. Because I'm just like, "Ah, it's just my least favorite place. There's just too much. Totally. And too much emphasis on like people that I went to high school with and stuff like that where it's like, you know, uh, just friends where you're like, I literally will never speak to you again. <laughs> and there's too much information about your life that I pretend is relevant. And yeah. like, it's just noise, you mm-hmm. know, and all that good stuff. So, so it was sort of like, eh, Facebook. But the thing is, is that there is information on Facebook that I need and want. Mm-hmm. And some of the people on Facebook just, that's kind of where they hang out mostly. And I care about them. And so sure. that's kind of, that is actually a, like a relevant place to like keep up. Mm-hmm. So, so, and, and, uh, some time ago, you know, I, I'm not one of those people who like tried to max out their friends where it was like 5,000 and like, that's as many as you can have. And like, people did that a while ago because they were like, oh, the more friends means like more engagement and like people will click on my links. And like, I don't play that game at all Mm-mm. anymore. Like <laughs> I'm a very bad self promoter, you know, for, for my like work stuff, but that just applies to everything. So yeah. I would, when someone would just be like, and this, <laughs> don't hate babies, but I really hate when someone has a baby and then like all their identity is, is just like, look at this cute baby. Exactly. And like their captions are just like, because who can say no to this face? And I'm like, I can, because you like posted the same face for a week straight. Like it's like a baby, it looks like a baby. But I would feel this way about my dog, right? If someone was like, her dog is like not that cute, I'd be like, fuck you. 
right? So it's like, it's all relative. Sure. But those people, you know, I, and what happens is, is like, you can stay friends with somebody because you're not trying to offend them, but you can unfollow them. So like, if you type their name into your face, you know, your search bar, their profile comes up, you're still friends, mm -hmm. you haven't blocked them, but they're not, their activity is not going to show up in your feed. And that I, I do that. Well, I did it kind of liberally for a while to the point where I would forget about somebody and mm -hmm. I'd be like, huh, where's that person? I really haven't, that person has not updated in a while. And I go and I realize, oh, I unfollowed them because they annoyed me like three years ago, <laughs> you know, and I'm not really trying to like wipe them from my life, but it was just, it was something about their style where I'm like, eh, I'm not jiving with this. Yeah. And then there's like the more annoying part where like you get a notification and the notification is like, so-and-so posted an update. And I'm like, hide notifications about these per this yeah. person's updates. Like, this person never needs to be, I do not need to be notified about anything. Like, don't notify me ever, basically. I know. Like, Unless oh, someone so tags me in a photo. Yeah, like, so-and-so just post hasn't posted in a long time. Check it out. I, I got to turn that off. That's been driving me crazy. Yeah, I'm like, they haven't posted in a long time, and I've forgotten about them. You don't need to remind me. But <laughs> I do, so I'm, I'm now at this sort of, like, I'm trying not to just, like, it's like, if I want to unfollow you, but stay friends, like there's something a little wrong here, right? Because I'm like yeah. being super passive aggressive about hiding you, but I don't want <laughs> you to know. And I don't even really know you well enough for us to ever have a conversation about this. Like what is going on here, Sarah? You know, like you're like reading too much into like algorithm options. Yeah, yeah totally. And, but I do, there are some people shall remain nameless and I, I'm not definitely not throwing anyone specific under the bus, but there are people who, so you've got like the unfriend, and that's like ooh, dramatic something happened mm -hmm. then there's like unfollow but still stay friends but like they will now be buried and you'll forget about them for five years mm -hmm. or there's see fewer posts like this mm -hmm. you know and the, and that that one is always curious to me because i'm like okay well facebook has enough you know there's like a machine learning thing going on where it if there's a photo like a close-up photo of someone's baby mm -hmm. there's th that is being recorded somewhere mm -hmm. like picture of newborn you know what I mean yeah and Sarah saying f see fewer posts like this in you know the way that I feel like it should be working is like see fewer posts that look like this and mm -hmm. it looks like a baby <laughs> because you know it's probably going to be that kind of post that I feel like uh flooded I'm getting flooded with with you know this sort of thing you know i would say the same thing for someone who posts about their wedding over and over where you're like dude you got married a year ago and we're like still <laughs> looking at wedding photos like okay we get we get it you got married so did a lot of people um but at the same time it's like well they're excited maybe they looked really good in that photo and it's like you know I'm, i don't want to be a hater but i am kind of a hater <laughs> depends on the day right but uh so i'm like see if you were posts like this and now it's come to a point where i'm like Facebook and I are in like a standoff of some kind <laughs> because there are just a few people. I feel like it works pretty well, but there are a few people mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah, I've interacted with their posts in the past, like trying to be nice, like, oh, you look great or heart or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, to the point where it's like, no, Sarah does care. Sarah really does <laughs> want to see this baby. And I'm like, see fewer posts like this. And every time I'm like, come on now, how many times do I have to do this? And and it's like, it's like, I don't know. Like Facebook is like, no, but you do care. Like that person's your cousin. Ah. <laughs> and by the way, this is so not about any of my cousins, but it's like, it, it is sure that, that this is the exception to the rule. And I'm like, it isn't, it isn't the exception ah. to the rule, you know?
I actually love all my cousins' babies. Like they, they're, you know, family is different. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, it's like, it's so weird. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm just going to keep hammering this one home. And <laughs> You're one like fighting day, with maybe, AI. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'm fighting with the machine. It's, yeah, it's really I'm raging are. against the machine. You are Heather, raging. I'm not winning. Yet. Dude, maybe you should start listening to that band. I used to, I used to be a big I know, rage me too, fan. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I still am. If I were to listen to them, it's, a, you know, it's, there's a lot of yelling, you know, yeah. I'm a little bit older. It's, it's you know, I got to pick and choose my moments. <laughs> Seriously, this is funny. I uh, really relate to this. I mean, I don't open up Facebook and I, I think I've mentioned on the show that I have, I will not mention any names, but there is a one person, just one person in my life who uses Facebook for everything everything has it open all day long and is in his little bubble and he calls me on facetime like video call not face i'm sorry not facetime facebook and it's like i've told him so many times i don't use facebook like i i rarely open it and when i do it's because yeah someone posted something and tagged me or uh i have to open it because he sent me a message uh, you know, that's mostly why I open it. And some, I just, it's so funny when someone just uses one platform and they refuse to collaborate with you and see what works best for you. It's like very <laughs> weird. I love that. Heather's like, you know, you should pay a little bit more attention to where I hang out so that I can see your content in other places. Well, it's like so weird though, because when <laughs> someone's like on one thing, you know, and he yeah. won't go on Instagram and he knows I'm on Instagram. Like I, I'm much more of an Instagram person, even though I've backed off too. Uh, but it's, I don't know. I think there's just like, I'm willing to, I'm willing to compromise. Are you? That's really the question. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny thing. It's a funny dance. I dated a guy, uh, not recently, but he, um, he would always mention Maybe I was like more prolific on Twitter at the time, but he would mention things that I would post, you know, and I'm like, it's funny, like, I forget you're on all these platforms because you don't like, I thought you just didn't use them. And he's like, the only place I post is Facebook. And I remember being like, of all the places, huh? Okay. Yeah. And he posted like really stupid stuff on Facebook too, uh -huh. where I'm like, it's not a great look, dude. Like, look but, at my burrito. You know, we we didn't end lunch. up getting married, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So... Yeah, Pet peeves, anyway. Sarah. We all have them. So many, so many. And and I really don't, I like, I I do feel like I can get so worked up about stuff like this where I'm like, I feel like it should work better. Who do I talk to? <laughs> and the answer is nobody. Just go do it's something else, Sarah. It's just broken. Yeah, what are you going to do? Life is a series of technical hurdles, and I just walk away these days and try to get a good night's sleep because what else is there to do? <laughs> you know, technology <laughs> can be your friend, but it also can be your enemy. And, you know, just yes. you know, tread lightly, I guess. Everything in moderation, Sarah. That's right. Like the ice cream that I did not moderate last night and that's why I feel like poop right now. Did you end up eating the ice cream from the other freezer? No, God, no. Okay. No, too, no, too many, mm, somebody's mouth was in there. No, I ate a whole, no, I didn't even, oh, this is the best part of my whole freezer thing. I didn't even mention this part. So last night, come home from my mom's, I've eaten dinner at her house. You yeah. know, it's getting late, sun, sun's gone down. And on my way back, you know, I pass a market right before I get home. And I'm like, should I stop and get ice cream? No, don't. Mm. No, I should. No, don't. Oh, I have my mask in my pocket. Okay, stop. <laughs> so I stop and I get a pint of ice cream. Hagendas Rocky Road, one of my favorites. Oh, I'm a Rocky was, Road you, person. You know, 
well, it's Hagen Dazs specifically because mm. the marshmallow is more of a ribbon. Oh, it's really mm. good. And they use almonds instead of like walnuts or whatever. Some Rocky Road is kind of gross. Yeah, this is I not agree. gross. Rocky Road, Hagen Dazs, Rocky Road. You'll thank me later. But uh, <laughs> but I already know at this point that I am not a person who can ration a pint. If I buy a pint, I eat a pint. That's how it works in my house. I don't have self-control. So I get home and I'm like, but I'm still lying to myself like, well, just have like a quarter of the pint and then put it in the freezer. Well, guess who left her freezer open for five hours? There was nothing. I couldn't freeze anything. So you had anything. to eat the whole pint. You I had, had no to choice. eat the whole pint because by the time the freezer got cold again, it would have been like melted and gross anyway. No one can blame you, Sarah. Don't it's blame just, yourself. I can't win. All right. You can't win. My rant is over. <laughs> well, circling back to pet peeves, Sarah, I, you know, I'm very familiar with yours and I, I think you're probably familiar with some of mine. And, you know, we sometimes can grouse uh, and prattle on about, about them on the show, but that's part of the fun. I have one that really just grinds my gears, grates on me, okay. you know, in various ways. So when people, and I know that you will relate to this, Sarah, when people use the wrong mode of communication tool to reach out to you about something, like for example, an Airbnb guest at 10 p.m., I get a text from them at 10 p.m. on, you know, a Sunday night wondering where the cookie sheet is because she has a hankering to make cookies. I mean, how many places could it be? There either is one well, or there isn't. Yeah. And then actually like half an hour later, she sent me another text saying, oh my gosh, we found it. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, obviously <laughs> I've sent them my phone number and they can, they can contact me. That's just, that's the way it is. But in my mind, it's like you could easily just send me an email or use the app. Like I have Airbnb and Verbo. You can just email me via the website. You know, we have an ongoing thread anyway. Yeah. Why text me? Um, and then uh, like yesterday, I got a future guest who's coming in like over a week. He's not even here for until like later June. He texts me yesterday in the middle of the day requesting a, me to put out the barbecue, which we offer. And it's like, dude, like, I'm not really going to remember that because it's like sitting in my text, you know, a text thread with like an unknown number. What you were saying the other day, Sarah, and I'm going to get to this, but like kind of encouraging people to, you know, we, well, it's nice to have a paper trail. So use yeah. Airbnb, use the mode of communication that we started with, because that way I can track it and it'll help me remember to do it. Yeah. And here is the doozy of the year and it's related to this whole comms thing okay uh -huh. sarah okay okay my the way my dad had this thing set up is a little bit old school and that's fine he wasn't super tech savvy he had a lot of people like email him directly from our website so you could either book on airbnb you could book on verbo which is the easiest because it's kind of an instant booking right and then you just send him info and it's great and you don't have to worry about them sending you a check and waiting for it in the mail. But my dad liked this sort of more intimate approach of like a lot of regulars would maybe send him a check or bring him cash when they got here, which is cool. I don't mind it if it's a handful of people, but there's quite a few people who still email my dad. Um, and I have set up a redirect for his email, but I haven't gotten an email from his email for like three months. So it's like, I fig figure at this point, anything he booked last year is now in my hands well no so yesterday i get uh, an email via his email from a woman who basically had booked with my dad last summer via his email no other platform like it wasn't like a group email it, was, it wasn't on my email that i had set up later down the down the line 
and she's like oh yeah we're working our way up uh, california coast we're so excited we'll probably arrive around four o'clock tomorrow and i'm just like seeing this for the first time and kind of confused i don't recognize her name yeah and then i like look in my books and i'm like my stomach's kind of dropping i'm like oh god this feels like it's going to be like some fallout you know like I, I i some fallout has happened since my dad passed but not not this bad so when i i realized the people that i had booked in my book because i have like my bible where i write who's in there because it can get confusing having people book on three platforms yeah. and so i look in my book and like that name is not in there and i'm like oh my god and so i'm like scrolling down the thread realizing that it was just my dad she talked to he didn't write it in the book it transferred over to me like in like a month later so there was like some you know he was not really totally with it at the time yeah. and it got it fell through the cracks so i had to cancel on the newer people and let this woman stay because she had booked a year ago right. i mean i can't cancel on her she's like yeah. on her way here and you know it was a whole thing i had to unravel and talk to people and they were upset and i gave them like a free night blah 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 but boy yeah. That was some serious, that was like the biggest fallout that has happened since he passed. But I took your advice, Sarah. Um, I know we talked about some of this stuff, or we always talk about this stuff because we're both kind of living the same life. But I took some of your advice and I added some kind of context to my listings. You know, some a little bit more detail. So to try to, you know, information to help people maybe avoid having them ping me about non-emergency stuff via text, you know, like encouraging them to use the app for a paper trail. Yeah. You know, my boyfriend suggested, you know, have them screen grab directions and details because they often will get here and be like, I, what's the Wi-Fi info? Because they can't get to it because they're not on the Wi-Fi. And it's like yeah. all these things that reoccur and that kind of irk me, like kind of, it, it's just annoying throughout the weekend to be getting the same thing over and over. Yeah. You know, creating a, a redirect on my website. I'm gonna see how it goes. I, I fixed all that this weekend, but I will say I love my guests and 99.999% of them are wonderful. And especially this one where the morning that this whole doozy thing happened, all is well that ends well, Sarah, because my housekeeper called me and was like, hey, uh, the guest that left this morning left you a present. I was like, what? Oh, okay. So I met her outside and she brought it to me and it was the sweetest. They made me an origami charm, like a little dangly charm of Japanese cranes. And they wrote a card that said Heather on it. And it said the Tsuru, so it's T-S-U-R-U, -U, it's a Japanese name. Japanese crane represents peace, good health, happiness, and longevity. Our wish for you and yours, Amy and Ken. And I was like, oh man, that really made my day. It was so sweet. And I'm like, people, I mean, to, for someone to take the time out to do that, I thought was very sweet. And this was a guest that I had not really communicated with much. This was just yeah. sort of a random thing. And that's really anyway, nice. Amy and Ken, you're the best. Well, I'll just say for the record, no one's ever left me a gift. Not <laughs> even a piece of coal. <laughs> Nothing. Um, what they leave me is their dying flowers. Half pints of ice cream. They leave well the ice cream you figure <laughs> that wet they're towels. just like whatever. They just like didn't throw it out. But yeah, th there's you know, you buy yourself like, you know, fresh flowers. Got it. That's nice. Right. You put it on the dining room table, you're enjoying it while you're here. But you don't throw out the that they're dead. Like they're yeah. dying and dead, the water's gross, and you leave and 
the ha- <laughs> oh, gosh, I could just I could go on and on. <laughs> but there's like again when I talk about things that get left, it's yeah. like I know that the cleaners like they have bigger fish to fry, and they kind of glance yeah. at like oh there's flowers whatever it's fine. And then I look, you know, I'm the la- I'm the last set of eyes, you know, where I'm like you guys. <laughs> First of all, guests, these are your gross flowers. Like, you should have thrown them in the compost. That's yeah. your job, but you didn't do it. You know, uh-huh. cleaner's like, oh, they're fine. You know, and I'm like, well, yeah, they're not like that dead yet, but uh-huh. they're not getting any, you know, better. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> It's like, what am I going to do? Complain and be like, you should have thrown out those half alive flowers. Like, it's like, no, I just do it. I just do it. And I wash out the thing. Man, I mean, we could just go on and on and on. And you know what? You guys let us know how you feel about our show topics today because, I mean, I'm (laughs) really passionate about it. And clearly Sarah is. And we we could just, gosh, I mean, a whole show on on pet peeves, on technology. Oh, pet peeves are my jam. Yeah. Pet peeves are my jam. (laughs) I, uh... I, I really have been trying to pull back on the uh, bitch session about the way that people live their lives when they're in vacation rentals because, I mean, we've <laughs> joked about how the show could just be that, but I also oh, yeah. just, you know, I I don't want, <laughs> my worst fear is someone to be like, well, I listened to your show and I knew you were talking about me, even though that yes, would be like, that would be really a stretch, yeah but, y- you know, stranger things have happened, but <laughs> yeah, there there are definitely times where I'm like, it's not even the flowers like it, the flowers are just like who cares but yeah. there are things that are weirder or, and or more passive aggressive than that where I'm like really okay <laughs> that's just what you decided to do you know I'm gonna go on a walk now and think about something else and then look at Facebook and start unfollowing people <laughs> it sounds like a plan yeah it's a plan Speaking of emailing us <laughs> how you feel about things, we got some feedback on a couple episodes ago. Maybe it was last week. I don't know. They all run together. I think it now. was, yeah. Last week, I was telling a story about that, like, it was a crazy story about how the uh, woman, young woman, had had personal photos and videos uploaded to her Facebook account, mm-hmm. and they tracked it back to these people who worked at an Apple third-party um uh, repair shop. There was something wrong with her phone or her computer. I forget one of you know Apple product. She took mm-hmm. it in somewhere. They had access to accounts that she was logged into and like did her dirty, and you know <laughs> it was a big deal. And Jude wrote in and said regarding passwords and your third party authorized repair store. My MacBook Air's battery was dead. I worked with the tech at the Apple store, diagnosed the problem. They agreed to replace the battery. They asked me for my password to complete the repair, and I asked why they need my password to replace a battery. We had a discussion. They insisted that they needed it to test the laptop. I didn't think that was right, so I gave them a fake password. Picked Mm -hmm. it up a few days later. The battery was replaced. Everything works fine. So I guess if they needed to access my laptop, I would just tell them to wipe the drive. So just Mm -hmm. like your social security number, you need to protect your data and passwords with the same level of security. That's interesting. You know, it sounds like, Jude, you were working with the Apple Store directly, or perhaps it was a third-party repair shop. It's a little unclear to me. Either way, I think you did the right thing, where they're like, yeah, we need your password. And you're like, what? Replace the battery? It's kind of a swap-out thing, right? Mm -hmm. And they, you know, maybe, legitimately, the person on the other end is like, no, because we have to, like, boot it and make sure the battery works. But you clearly gave them a, a password that wasn't going to get them anywhere and the battery was replaced. So good on you for being like, eh, instead of just like arguing with them, just like get around the situation. Obviously, everyone's mileage may vary. But but yeah, I, I think about that a lot because I have um, 
I have a, a, a few actually, just old computers, you know, old work computers and stuff that they're beyond the point where I could really do much with them. They're sort of display, they could be displays, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and Apple won't take any money back for them. They're all MacBooks. Uh, so they're they're in recycling territory. And yeah. even then, you know, I'm like, ah, I got to wipe all that stuff before I actually Ugh. get them recycled. Because, you know, I there's just, I don't even know what's on them anymore. But it's oh, it's yeah. data of some kind. Gosh, I got, I think I got uh, $70 for my dad's old iMac when like they, I think they had quoted me at 300 And it's like that email so sad where it's like, I'm sorry, but your your piece of junk is only worth seventy bucks. I know. It's like womp womp. I think they also <laughs> they they they're really optimistic with you at first. Of course, you yeah. know, because they're like, this is how much you could get for it, so you should buy that new one. And it encourages you to recite to send it in. Well, yeah, because they want you to upgrade, and then it's like, <laughs> actually, your old computer is like in worse shape than what you told us. <laughs> so three hundred is now seventy. Have fun. Don't spend it all on one page. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we. We love getting your emails. We really do. So many of you uh, have fun anecdotes and stories. They don't all make it into the show, but please keep sending them because it's just, it's great. It's we great read for us them to, and we, we want them, to respond. We absorb them and we love them. And yes. If you, and if you, uh, and, and, and they do get in, uh, into a show here and there. Hi yeah, at havesuchagoodday.com is where to send your emails. If you have questions, comments, ideas about something that we could tackle on a future show, we'll take it. Thank you in advance. <laughs> Thank you. And we have a new patron, Yay. Sarah. Oat Grenin. Oat Grenin. I love that name. It's fun to say. Oat Grenin. It, it's kind of, it's uh, the way that it's spelled seems Scandinavian. I don't know. It does. Maybe. Um, I like it's everything everything that has oat in it because it's like Otis, my dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I also like to eat oatmeal. <laughs> so Oat Grenin is like your nice. oats and your Grenin. I love it. I yeah. love it. Oat Grenin, so glad to have you. So glad to have you. So glad to have you. And welcome back, Craig. Okay, so Craig has been, I, I call him Craigo. He's been around for, for a long time. He's back. He's back hey, in the mix. And he's just a lovely man. He is notorious for posting photos of his gorgeous cats in front of gorgeous hydrangeas on Instagram. <laughs> and I enjoy them very much. So welcome back, Craig. It's so good to have you back in the fold. Yeah, we have 108 patrons, at least as of this recording. Boy, would we love to have 200. I know that sounds crazy, but you know what? Crazier things have happened. So <laughs> just, a, just a quick reminder, if you if you like the show, even if you love the show, do consider supporting us directly. Uh, you do not have to give us a dime in order to enjoy the show. Uh, you might hear some ads. Um, anybody who supports us directly at Patreon, which is patreon.com slash have such a good day, gets an ad-free show. If you um, can contribute $5 a month or more, uh, you can get access to our Discord. We chat in there between shows all week, every week. And uh, we'll shout out all new patrons um, for sure. We promise to do so. Um, as soon as you sign up, you get a shout out from us. So if you want your name in lights, uh, that's a fun little perk. And just thanks so much to everybody who supports us. We couldn't do it without you. I couldn't have said it better, Sarah. Thank Seriously. You. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. <laughs> I feel like I've done this once or twice. <laughs> what are we? Episode 104. Uh, oh, God. I know. Yeah, you could do it in your sleep. I really think you probably actually do it in your sleep. I bet. Maybe Lucy and Oat hear you, you know, reciting ads. God, Lucy and... was such a <laughs> shit bag last night. She's been so good with me lately, and she just wanted attention while I was sleeping at like uh, four. 
You know what, Sarah? I haven't really talked to you at length about this, but I'm, I have, since we moved, and I think it's partially because cats are so territorial and they have to adapt. And it's been almost a month, though. My Charlie, who's a Maine Coon mix, Norwegian forest cat, I don't know, um, he is just, oh, he got a taste of the outdoors. I've been walking him on a leash because he just insists. And it's so cute. We walk around the bush, the big roadie bush and he loves it so much but it's made him a little crazy he's like now that he's kind of gotten a taste of it he wants out all the time he's he jets out when we open the door um i mean i can mm. grab him and bring him back in but and then he's meowing and howling all day mm. i just hope he calms down i just he he's kind of he has that like stressful yowling oh, you know yeah. where he wants something and I have to right. put my noise peak canceling. It's hard to ignore headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats, man. Uh, think hard about that one, everybody, before you get <laughs> one. Nah, I'm just kidding. I love Lucy. She's also just old and crotchety, so it's like yeah. whatever. She's gonna have an off night here and there, but I sure they don't do like it cranky. at 4 a.m. No, you know where I'm like it's dark, but maybe it's like almost time to get up, and I look and I'm like 4 a.m. Fuck you. Get away from me. Yeah, get away from me. Like I hate you. Get off my lawn. It's like it's like I imagine it's like oh, I don't know. It's been a really long time since I slept next to like a partner regularly but like you know that feeling where like you know like maybe someone's like oh they're trying to like cuddle and you're like no get off of me I'm too hot I'm having a good dream like get away from me I want your body to not exist seriously the new position for Charlie is like my being my lumbar pillow behind my office chair you know because he likes to he, he's like really snug in there mm. and it's actually cozy and warm for me but it's also like my lower back starts hurting because I'm like I'm really pushed up to the front of the chair and it's really <laughs> uncomfortable and I'm like yeah. I am working here dude I'm bringing home the bacon and the cat food for you and I cannot sit like this any longer right, right. anyway oh that's well more cat talk for another show yes we will definitely save our cat follies if you have any of your own hi at have such a good day.com is where to send that email <laughs> whether we talk about it or not you know you can always vent you, you can, can always vent. vent with us please but I, we love I venting in, love a good vent love a good vent so many vents so many vents to be had so many vents to stand on top of you know marilyn monroe style and be like look the vent yay the yay vent. all right Heather, okay. let's get out of here before we get let's too get weird uh, we're getting weird we're, we are getting weird thanks everybody for watching and listening uh just kidding you're not watching you're only listening we're watching each other God, I we really are need to, like lay down or something I know we look like twins today. We're both wearing like our thick brown readers. Yeah, <laughs> and our hair is in a Limping along. Limping we along. Are. Staring down another week. <laughs> Bunch of jerks. All right. Well, let's. Uh, All right. We love you guys. Let's reconvene for episode 105 next week. Until then, have such a good day. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.